Hey everybody, thanks for hanging out with me for just a couple of minutes. Here, our focus is being better and healthier than yesterday. Are you better? Are you healthier than you were yesterday? Here, we don't compare ourselves to him or to her. We compare ourselves to who we were yesterday. Self-improvement has no end. Health has no finish line. There are lifelong journeys where we take it one day at a time, and here we do it together. So let's do this. Before I get into the main content, if you want to get in contact with me, email and Instagram are the best ways to get in contact. Email me at benpagedc at gmail.com and on Instagram, benpagedc. And if you listen to this, go to Instagram, tag me on the episode, and I'll tag you right back and we get to know each other. I love to get to know the community and I would love to get to know you. So let's get on to the main content. Hello, welcome back to another episode of the Wellness Farmer Podcast. I'm going to change this up just a little bit. As most of you know that I've been watching my, well, most of you, I wouldn't, I doubt that, but as some of you may know, I do Instagram Lives because I'm having to travel to work. Oh, unfortunately, it's something I've never liked to do, but since I'm having to do that, I'm trying to take advantage of the time, and I'm going to try this, and let me know what you guys think. If it's too noisy, let me know, I'll figure it out. But I'm going to try to record this episode while I'm traveling. I'll take advantage of the time that, I'm used, that I have to use to travel to record this episode. This episode of the Wellness Farmer Podcast, which is episode 297. And today is the 18th of October, 2022. And this morning while driving, I got to see one of the most beautiful red sunrises I have ever seen. Just beautiful. On this episode, I want to talk a little bit about something that I just don't do as much as I used to. That doesn't mean I don't do it, and that doesn't mean I'm trying to do it as much as I can. I do still enjoy it, and I try to do it every season, and I try to do it, and I try to help the soil rebuild itself so it becomes as fertile as possible, so I can be part of the the how can I say this I can be part of the the cure uh, to heal the soil of the planet that we live on because it is so important without topsoil and without water we are not here on this planet that's how important topsoil is we need water and we need topsoil so I'm trying to regenerate as much as I can in the littlest spaces I live in Hopefully sooner than later I have a lot more to regenerate because I can't wait to start regenerating a lot more soil to help to do my part in helping this earth be as healthy as possible because when the earth is healthy we are healthy it's that important so I'm going to talk a little bit about gardening it's been a long time and I don't do much and I've been actually talking about the opposite for quite often because I believe the natural human diet is animal based so animal fats and animal meats and organs and everything in between but I imagine there are a lot of you out there that still garden and I imagine there's probably some out you some of you out there that want to garden and I recommend it do it a lot of people talk about this the raised bed gardening I want to talk about something a little bit different raised bed gardening is awesome is it perfect for you? I don't know. Each zone is different. 
and each zone where you live is different. So you could be in zone seven in one place and it'll be different from zone seven in another place. So can I tell you raised bed gardening is perfect for everybody? No. Can you do it? Yeah. Will it make the job just a little bit harder? Maybe. But what I can tell you is that the dirt beneath you can become rich, can become fertile, and can help you grow some of your food. I always recommend starting there. If you'd want to do that, and I recommend you just start there, instead of going out and building raised beds and bringing in all the soil, of course, if you do that, you know you're gonna have fertile soil and the possibilities of being being uh, of actually having a garden that that's going to give you some fruit or vegetables at the end of the season is a lot higher because most of our soils most of our dirts that we start out with are not that fertile just like what I'm doing right now I'm in central Texas and it is yellow and gray clay it is almost it that's basically what it is and that's what I'm starting out with so I'm plant I planted a, a very small autumn garden I didn't even plant a spring garden because we got here just too late we got here when it was already too late to plant it really and I just I didn't have the time and I didn't have the I just didn't have the opportunity to plant the spring garden spring garden but I did get the fall garden in and I turned and it's just a little teeny thing um, it doesn't have to be something huge and I recommend that we start off really small but I have two feet because it's up against the back wall two feet and maybe 15 20 feet long that's it that's all I got and what I did is I just turned over the sod I dug holes I started throwing in all my my organic scraps so I dig holes throw in the organic scraps and then and then I would fill those up and I would put the sod upside down on top and that's how it all started I did make I did make um, a border to kind of distinguish the garden from the lawn but other than that that's all I did I saw so I, I, I found some wood at a construction site because there's lots of homes being built around where I'm living right now I went around picked up some scrap wood and made some borders out of scrap wood dug some holes laid down the organic waste and covered it up and that's what I've been doing that's my garden beds but my soil is not very alive and it's gonna take some time so what am I doing I'm composting those first plants I planted I did use some store-bought soil so I dig the hole I'd put a little bit of soil put the plant and then cover it up and put a little bit more soil and then I'm watering it and that's what I'm doing am I getting a, a big yield probably not this year and I can already see that the poor leaves on the tomato plants are not happy. And it's probably because the nutrition in the soil is low and it's trying to fight through all that clay. I mean, those roots are probably in a hard time. But every year, if you continue at it, it will become better and better and better. So I recommend planting the garden with what you have. Because that's where you're really going to learn how to do it. That's where you're going to get the experience of where you live of how to turn your soil into fertile soil that's alive and I'm starting it 
just like many other people are starting it, I'm pretty much on phase one right now and I'm building that soil. So how do we start? The best way to start if you have grass is getting a tarp, laying it down where you want the garden, and letting the sun do its job. Let, so when it doesn't have any sun, those, all those grasses are going to die out. I recommend putting a border in because then it's going to be harder for the grass to get in once you take that off. So it's going to have to be there for a couple weeks. But if you leave that tarp there on a hot day, now that we're in fall, it's not going to be as easy. But if you're going to start that garden, you're going to be the first time doing it. The best way to do it is just a tarp. Lack of sun will eventually kill those plants and then put a border around it so the grass doesn't go in around it. It'll get there somehow. You're gonna have to weed. It's just part of it. And if you weed every day, it becomes very, very simple. Once it's once that grass is dead, pretty much all you have to do is start planting into that soil. It's not gonna be the best soil. You can bring some things in, but the best thing to do is just try planting some plants. It's a lot easier to buy the plants and plant them at the beginning and then start seeds for your next garden. But plant a garden. It's so much more healthy than just the food that it gives you. If you haven't read my book, Playing in the Dirt, you'll read exactly how it helped me. And it wasn't just the food. I'll tell you the truth, the majority of what it was was me being outside being with nature, working with nature in the present moment. There's something about being with nature and allowing yourself to just be in the present moment that just is who we are as human beings. It is something that is beautiful and we should all be doing it. And it can be just a little teeny garden like mine or if you really enjoy it, it can be a really big garden. But we need to get out there and we need to start growing our own food. And if we do it, our lives will be better. But some of you are going to be saying, no, I want a, I want a raised bed. Well, that's fine. It, I recommend getting treated wood. Treated wood, you're not, it's, I mean, people, no, how are you going to get treated wood? It's going to have all those chemicals. It's not going to do anything to you. Don't worry about the chemicals. Treated wood, make your bed frames. If you're gonna buy soil, fill it up with soil, and I am pretty sure that first crop's gonna be pretty good because everything's gonna be perfect. But then you're gonna have to maintain it. So you're gonna have to continue to build compost. You're gonna have to continue to build that soil because if you won't, it'll just turn back to grass. It'll turn back to whatever was there before because that's how nature is. A good way to make sure that it doesn't is by mulching. Mulch is excellent. I usually use whatever the grass clippings are, I know, but the seed. The amount of seeds that actually germinate are very little and then I just pluck them out. So it's not a big deal. A lot of people use wood chips. If you can get on your hands on wood chips, beautiful. Wood chips are also awesome and you could use those as your, as your pathways too and then once those those chips kind of compost down you could throw those into your garden beds and put new chips around your pathways again and that's a great way to keep your beds nice and fertile 
One more thing about these beds before I let you go. The reason I recommend that you grow your beds in the soil that you have in your backyard is because we can control it more sorry about that I had to I had to go around the car sorry about that but you can control more of the moisture too when the beds are raised it's harder to control the moisture and depending on your live you're going to want to keep that moisture as long as possible you'd live in a dry area like where I'm per currently living I mean we went months without rain the grass went brown so in an area like this I recommend actually sinking down your beds so digging out and having your beds just slightly sunken so you can take advantage of the water take advantage of the resources and we don't have to water it just as much because you always want to keep your plants nice and moist because if you don't if you don't they get stressed and if they get stressed you're gonna have a yield that's not to its best so if you use the soil that you have and you don't raise it you won't have to water it as much and it saves on resources but it all depends on where you live but if you live in a hotter climate use the soil that you have don't use a raised bed because then you're going to take because then you won't have to water it as much but if you use a raised bed of course you can just realize that you are going to have to water it more often than not and you live if you live in a really dry climate Try even sinking down your beds a little bit to take advantage of the water when it does come. Plant pretty much anything you want. Just try it. Try whatever and then eventually you'll learn what grows in your area. So once you understand what grows in your area, then you know what you can grow more and more of. For example, when I was in Argentina, I would start tomatoes out and I would be fighting all year long with the red spider mite. It got to the point where I would plant them I would get what I could. Once the spider mite came in and took the plants out, I would get rid of the plants. And I wasn't fighting them because I would be fighting it all year long. It was non-stop fighting. But squashes and summer squashes, I had no, there was no problem with the bugs. No problems with those, with those bugs that ate the squashes. So I could grow squashes as much as I wanted. Peppers, same thing. Those red spider mites, nothing with those pepper plants. So I could grow a pepper plant right next to a tomato plant and it was no problem. So you could, you, what you want to do first is just plant anything and see what works. See how it works. And then you'll know over time what you can plant. There are certain plants that I'm recommending more and more and hopefully they'll work where you live too. I'm recommending planting more squashes, summer squashes, winter squashes, melons, and cucumbers. These are vining plants, so you have to have space for them. If you don't have space, that makes it just a little bit more different. If you don't have the space, then try herbs. Herbs would be some of the best things to plant if you don't have much space. But if you got the space to do it, use the soil that you have. Build the soil that you have. That by composting, which is the, most, the best way to do it, and also at times, if necessary, find some types of organic fertilizers. But try to do it. Don't throw away your scraps. If, if the worst comes to worst, just dig up a hole and put those scraps in the hole and cover back up and you will be helping your soil become more fertile. You will be doing your part. And, the, and as I started this, this podcast off, 
the more fertile the soil, the more healthy the soil, and the more healthy we will be as a human race, as a, per, as a people. So that's why, one of the reasons why I continue to garden, because I know the health of the soil is incredibly important to the health of me and my family. And then we get that bonus of being present in the moment, working with nature. It's beautiful. Try it if you haven't tried it. If you're doing it, great. Keep doing it. Just make sure that you're growing soil while you're doing it. If you have any questions, if you like this episode, if you like this new format, if it didn't, if you didn't like it at all, if it's too noisy, let me know. We'll figure things out. This was just me talking too. There's no points. It's just me talking. If you want me just to talk more, please send in your questions. I'll answer them to the best of my ability. Remember also on Saturdays, I'm doing Instagram lives while I go home. So Saturdays at 2.30, if you're on Instagram, uh, and you have a question, let me know beforehand and I'll be answering it on Instagram Lives on Saturday at about 2.30. Again, I hope you enjoyed this episode and we will be talking soon and have a great week. So I'm, a getting, I'm about getting to work, so I'll let you all go. Well, hopefully you enjoyed that. This is, that's something new. Um, let me know what you think about it. Again, if we want this to grow, this is grassroots. This only grows. If we want this the way to truly become healthy to get out there, we have to do it ourselves because no one else is going to do it. By leaving a review of my podcast on any place you listen to it is a great way to get the word out. Please leave a review. I listen to them and I enjoy every one of them, the goods and the bads, because I learn. Uh, if you never want to miss an episode, join my email list. And not only that, you get, a, you get a free book. You get a free book called Earth and Us, Heal Naturally, Absolutely Free. All I have to do is go to my website, click on that new book, and you'll get it for free. Now, if you want to help me out, I would appreciate that a ton. Buying my books is a great way to support me. So you can buy my books on Amazon.com, Playing in the Dirt and the Four Pillars of Health. And on my website, you can get those two books. Plus, you can also buy a book, a short ebook called Mental Well-Being Made Simple. And if you're in the States, you even get a bigger discount so if you buy more than one book as a gift because we're getting to that time and you give these books as as gifts you can buy each book for only ten dollars and if you haven't tried our new product oh man it is awesome it's called it's called consuelda it's a calm free salve that helps you with all of your physical breaks and bumps and bruises falls cuts scrapes rips and tears of life and i'm getting great reviews Everyone that's been using it has been just leaving a great review. Um, get it if you haven't got yours. Also on my webpage, pastelsvetofthisfarm.com. And if you really want to dive deep and become your best physically, emotionally, and mentally, join my membership where we take this even deeper and we really bring the garden, our connection to nature, and the earth into the forefront of our journey for greater health and well-being. If you want to join that, go to pastelsvetofthisfarm.com slash subscription and you get more information there. And I can't wait to be able to talk to you either in person or on a live call. Talk to you soon.